Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadian his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Paris Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show, the Great Sports Callers Open Think Tank, the Great Scott Show, brought to you by Suit Up. And joining me now, as promised, from the Saints Happy Hour podcast, a Saints writer and columnist for WWLTV.com. He's even on TV on occasion. I'm not sure why they put his mug on TV, but they do. And uh, he is, I consider him to be a Saints historian and I've been fortunate enough to be a guest on his podcast from time to time, but uh, it's one of the top podcasts in the world. They got a big international audience. That is a fact. Visiting with Ralph Malbro now. Good morning, Ralph. What's happening, dude? Nothing much. I want to say, uh, it is my birthday today, and I have to say, even though you get old, and I'm really, really old, I'm 45, the thing that's fun is when you have little kids, little kids get more excited about your birthday than you do when you're older. So that's really that's really fun, because my family was not a big birthday family, but my wife, her family is like huge on birthdays, so it's really fun to have my son as more excited about me being 45 than I am, so that's exciting. I got it, man. Happy birthday. Um, I don't know why you'd spend any of it on here, but, but I appreciate it. And, um, you know, that's a great, that's a great starting point here. That's a great thing to launch on because in a realistic world, not, not in a realistic world with the saints and, and I know you make jokes about the salary cap and all that other stuff, but, but let's be real here with this realistic off season, the saints are in, what would you want for a birthday present? Something that, you know what, it might not be the Betty that odds favorite, but it it could potentially happen. What would be the Saints' birthday present for Ralph? Well, I can't have Russell Wilson because that's not re- that's really not realistic. But I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a realistic scenario. And 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 Andrew Jude, my co-host, and other people on Saints Twitter have have mocked me, but but I'm gonna tell you my birthday present that I think has like a, a 25% chance, 30% chance of happening. They re-sign Jameis Winston to like a one-year, like $12 million deal. They keep Marcus Williams. And the market for Trey Hendrickson isn't what we think it's going to be. We think, oh, everybody pays for sacks, and he's going to get $15, 16000000 million. But my dream scenario would be the Saints keep Marcus Williams, they keep Jameis Winston, and Trey Hendrickson signs for like four years, like $37 million. And we're like, oh, my God, they're getting to bring back the whole defense with Jameis. And then suddenly you're perking up and you're like, hey, maybe a fifth straight division title is possible. Like, I think that would be a birthday present that I would want. That's not, not, it's not realistic, but it's not impossible either. So sign Jameis, keep the whole defense back for 2021. So you, you don't think Russell Wilson is any kind of – you just think that's just complete hogwash. There's no way in hell it's ever going to well, happen. Here's the, here's the thing with the Russell – and, and people were, were yelling at me on Twitter today. Here's the thing, Scott. Dallas is out, right, because they just signed Dak da- da- to a ridiculous contract. Yay, Dak, you put Jerry in the corner. Although, I will say, as a side note to Saints fans, I think Jerry Jones just 
giving Dak like six brink trucks. I think that's Jerry Jones tipping off the world that the TV contract oh, yeah. is going to be ridiculous. And Mickey Loomis, he isn't just going to kick the can down the road. He's going to he's going to load it into a rocket ship and fire it to the moon. Like I think I think the TV contracts are going to be incredible, and the salary cap is going to explode in 2022, and the Saints will be fine. But as far as Russell Wilson, I just think what's going to happen, Scott, if it comes to an impasse and Seattle says, hey, we got to go. I think Chicago is the team because, one, Russell Wilson knows they haven't had a good quarterback in Chicago ever. Like, and Sid Luckman doesn't count because you know my attitude. If it didn't happen, in, if it doesn't happen on TV, it didn't happen. All right. So the Bears have never had a good quarterback. So Russell Wilson knows, hey, if I go to Chicago and I'm great in Chicago, I own that town. I get to the media opportunities forever. And Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, their jobs depend on fixing their quarterback situation. So I think the Bears would get stupid to get Russell Wilson. I'm talking two, three, four, like high picks. So I think they could outbid the Saints. So I just – the thing with Russell, I just don't think it's realistic because I think the Bears would go YOLO in a way that will just – even the Saints will be like, man, we can't do that. So – that's why I just think Russell Wilson, it just becomes exponentially difficult because of the desperation of Chicago. Now, hey, if I'm wrong, have me back on the show, mock me, play a bunch of sound bites, put me on freezing cold takes on Twitter. Like, I'll do it gladly. Put me in a dunk tank. I don't care. Like, it'll be fun. But that's what I think. Mock you? Come on, dude. If that happened, I'd bring you on and we'd celebrate. <laughs> Are you kidding me? We'd throw a party. And it is your birthday today. I, I said I would go. I would do a live stream shirtless for four hours if they got Russell Wilson. And uh, we got a guy in Poland running our live stream semi-professionally. He is excited, Scott, and he has all kinds of graphics and sound effects loaded. So if the Saints get Russell Wilson, find us on the YouTube. I'll be shirtless drunk doing a live stream. ESPN fourteen twenty and dot com. All right. In, in regards to the Saints salary cap, you, you like to make jokes a lot on Twitter that it doesn't matter and the Saints can do whatever they want. Now, I know deep down that you don't fully believe that. Maybe you do. I don't know. But my, my take on it is always, look, it is never the Armageddon scenario that many in the national media make it out to be. It's also not they can do whatever the heck they want. Um, like some fans do, say say it is. Now, if they truly coveted a player, I think they would they would find a way to somehow get it done. But like they didn't, you know, if 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 they if they weren't, you know, if, if they weren't over the cap, they probably don't, you know, cut Morstead. They they certainly don't restructure the deals they had to restructure. They're not looking to trade Latavius Murray or Emmanuel Sanders or Malcolm Brown or like th- that that's that's the reality of where they're at. Now it's also not, oh, well, the Saints are just going to be awful and the, the, quote, salary cap hell and they're never going to win again. It's, it's somewhere in between those two things. But in the world of, uh, in the world of Twitter and, and most of the Internet, that middle just doesn't exist, right? It's just one side or the other. And I know well, which side you reside on. Well, that's the thing, right? It's easy. The thing that, that, that bothers me with the cap is too many people – on Twitter and so many smart people on Twitter, analysts and all this, they they pretend like cap space is valuable in and of itself. 
Like, Cat's face isn't, you know, and this is what I give credit to Lewis. Like, he was on a podcast that I was doing, and he said, you know what, all these sorry teams, every year they sell hope. They're like, we got a top 10 pick, and we got $85 million of cap space. This is the year that it turns around. And he, and he said a thing that I 100% agree with. He's like, you know why bad teams have cap space? It's because they don't have anybody worth paying. He's like, the only time a good team has cap space is when they have a bunch of dudes that are about to get paid. So the Saints have operated accordingly the last four years. They had a historic draft in 2017. They realized they had a historic draft, and they said, listen, we're going to put everything we can into these next four years until all these guys come due to get paid. We're going to put everything we have into one last ride for Drew. It didn't work, but I look at it, and I have no regrets. The thing is with the salary cap is you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything you want. I know that's kind of a cliche, but that's where the Saints are. I mean, they have these guys. They have Ramchek, Lattimore, Williams. They have to make choices. But any team, Scott, you look at any team that's been great, they all have to make decisions on guys, and you just hope – that they make the right ones, and you pay the guys that matter, and you replace the guys replaceable. And that's where the Saints are, right? You know, Ramchek, Lattimore, Williams, probably one of them is going to go. It's not. Ralph, you break it. You're, you were breaking up there just for a minute. So you said Ramchek, Lattimore, Williams, and, and it kind of cut out there. I'm sorry. I just wanted you to reset. Well, well, Ramchek, Lattimore, Williams, they can pay one of them. I mean, two of them, right? So, so you could pay two of them. So you have to make the call, and it's it's difficult, right? Because Lattimore is when he's great, he's like a top three corner, right? But when he's not, he's like the thirty fifth best corner. So, do you pay him like Jalen Ramsey when he's only elite ten ten weeks a year, eleven weeks a year, or do you pay Marcus Williams who is better and probably more consistent, but he's a safety and it's, you know, and it's, it's just, these, it's difficult. It's a really difficult decision. And the hard thing for the Saints is Williams, he's going to walk out the door without compensation. I think the Saints, Scott, and this is maybe slightly controversial, I think if the Saints decide they're not paying Lattimore, they're 100% going to trade him before the draft because you can't have him play on the one-year deal the, the, the final year of his deal and have him walk out the door with no compensation. So if the Saints decide they're not paying Lattimore, they're going to trade him. But it won't be because they can't. It'll be because, it'll be because they decided they don't want to. ESPN1420.com. I'm Scott Prather. It's the Great Scott Show, sponsored by Suit Up. Our guest right now is Ralph Malbro. For everybody listening, you know, if you're listening online, uh, if you're listening on the uh, Listen Live player, that is brought to you by Champagne's. Champagne's market in the oil center. Champagne's going the extra mile. So, give me, give me one surprise here, Ralph. I mean, you like to go out on a limb. What's going to be a surprise once free agency starts in in terms of the Saints? Well, I told you one. I, I, I'm going to stick with it. I think they're going. I think, I think they're going to surprise people in that they're going to keep Winston, they're going to keep Williams, and they're going to keep Hendrickson. And the big surprise they're going to do, I think they're going to trade Lattimore. I think, I think a team like the Raiders 
or Jacksonville with their 25th pick. They remember they have the Rams pick. I think a team with a ton of cap space is going to come to the Saints. And, and you know, if this is Raiders, I think the Raiders pick 14. So if the Raiders said, hey, Saints, we'll give you a pick 14, and we'll give you a pick, you know, it would be like pick 70, 77. It'd be like the, their pick in the third round. So you get the 14th and the 77th pick for the Raiders, right? So that would be $10 million off your cap, and it would be the decision, hey, we're not going to pay Lattimore, so maybe you go and get, try to go get another corner, and that would give you, you know, that would give you a bunch of picks in the top 100, and you try to sort of, you try to sort of do the rebuild on the fly. I, I, just think, I just think, Scott, paying Lattimore is, to me, it's a dicey, dicey call for the Saints, and I, I don't think they're going to do it. And it's not because they can't. It's because they're not going to want to. And, because you, you, Lattimore, he's going to want Jalen Ramsey money. So five years, $100 million? Eh, I don't think so. So that's going to be my big surprise of the Saints. I think they're going to move on from, uh, from Lattimore. ESPN 1420.com. All right, uh, on that note, Ralph, as we – Look at the restructuring. You mentioned Dak Prescott earlier. Before we, we kind of go into what it says about perhaps the the future salary cap in future years, and Jerry Jones, I think Adam Schefter, and, and you pointed out, maybe tipping his hand a little bit in terms of how those TV negotiations are going, which would be great news for the Saints if they're as high as everyone. I mean, Amazon's ready to pay a billion dollars just to stream Thursday night games, so... Hopefully it's extremely high and the 17th game gets that 2022 cap up there. But it, it's been pointed out there with all of these restructures they're having to do that maybe 2022 is the year the Saints finally, quote, pay the piper. And yet they're looking at this thing saying, look, let's just get below the cap right now. And mm-hmm. in 2022, this thing is going to is going to is going to. Sky skyrockets may be a strong word. Certainly, that's what they're hoping for. But this thing is going to pop off and be higher than than anyone else is expecting, and we'll be able to sort of maneuver and do a little bit more when we get to that point. Worst case scenario, Ralph, twenty twenty two isn't that number that the Saints are hoping it will be. I think that's when finally everyone that's just had a bad take for you know six years of all the saints and the salary cap blah 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 they'll finally come out and beat their chest like it finally happened i mean some are already doing that right now but i think more than anything you look at that dak prescott deal and what it may mean if 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 jerry jones does indeed and look let's be honest jerry's in all of these meetings right when they talk about the nfl being in meetings with tv networks jerry's in all of them so he does kind of have a leg up in terms of what he's anticipating, and he serves as the GM. When you read the Dak Prescott news, people immediately are talking about what it means for him and the Cowboys and yada, yada, yada. I know, like like me, your mind immediately went to, what does it mean for the Saints? My, that's what I said at the beginning. I think it means great things for the Saints because they're going to they're gonna add the 17th game. They've already added the extra playoff team, like, the the Saints cap problems. I joked on Twitter, Scott. The Saints cap problems. They're mostly going to disappear in a river of money. Like I really think the Saints the cap is going to go to like two twenty, maybe higher. Because listen, people are getting vaccinated. They're setting records every day with you know it's over two three million people getting vaccinated. I think by the fall, I think it's better chance than not that they're going to have full stadiums. And I know that that may seem optimistic. But I think they're going to have full stadiums in the fall. I think they're going to be flush with this TV money. And I think 
next offseason. It's going to be business as usual for the, for the cap, and the Saints are going to have a ton of room. Now, the thing with the Saints, though, Scott, is next year they may – they may ramp it down and not do as much Loomis math because you may have a situation where they sign Jameis, but they can't fix him and he's still Jameis, right? So he's 20, you know, he's 30 touchdowns and 15 picks and seven fumbles. And the Saints are like, listen, we went eight and eight and maybe it's time to like retool the thing and, 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 and take and bite the bullet and, and, and really, and really kind of clean the books up. So I don't know. You don't know how exactly it's going to go, but I just, I just think, man, the NFL, they they always come out smelling like a rose. And the thing is, not that it's the same thing, but, like, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry did that TV interview on Sunday, right? And everybody was like, oh, my God, it did almost 18 million people watching. That's incredible. You know how many people watch the Week 12 Kansas City, uh, Kansas City Bucks game? 24 million. So even though TV is the ratings are down everywhere and people stream and this and that, the NFL is still king and networks know it. And I just think once again that is going to bail out the Saints and it's going to bail out a lot of other teams. So I think the Saints they're not going to like they're just not going to have the problems that everybody thinks. The problems that the Saints have, Scott, is that they have an older roster, they have serious quarterback issues. You know if. You know, you have Malcolm Jenkins and, and Jack Rabbit in secondary. If you trade Lattimore, then you need another corner. Like, the Saints will have on-the-field issues that I think will doom them way, way before the cap. Ralph, what's, what's the you, – you, you said after the season ended that you felt like the Saints would be right back in the mix to win the NFC South next year. Do you feel any different today? I don't. I mean, it. Well, it depends. It depends on quarterback. I guess if if you have like the nightmare scenario of offer from some team and yeah, you can't win the Russell Wilson right. and then you're sort of stuck with like Taysom and Teddy at quarterback, then you sort of you sort of reshape your expectations, and then it's kind of like, can we get to 9-7 and seven and maybe sneak in the playoffs, and maybe the Taysom season's kind of up and down, but fun. But to me, Scott, if they sign Jameis Winston and they can keep Marcus Williams and keep the defense sort of intact, maybe they, maybe they, I'm wrong, and they can keep Lattimore, they sign Lattimore and Ramsey, and they can keep it all intact, I still think they can be in contention in the South because they still have the personnel that gave Tampa fits um, Atlanta's in transition. I don't know that Carolina, unless they get Deshaun Watson, they're not going to be necessarily a contender. So, I mean, imagine Sean Payton if the Saints can keep their defense and their defense is, say, like, even if it dips a little bit and it goes from, like, top five to, like, tw- 11 or 12. But say Sean Payton can make Jameis, like, 35% less Jameis-y. And he can cut, he can get that, t- he can get that turnover from 30 touchdowns, 30 picks to, like, 27 touchdowns and get him to like 12 total turnovers, you could have your quarterback for five to six years and you could be an 11 and five team again. So I still think it's, I still still think the saints, their, their, their window to win is still at least in my mind and their mind open. And Scott, let me ask you this. If you looked at a quarterback transition from going 49 and 16, the last four years, and Drew's going to retire. The transition that the Saints have set up with Jameis and Taysom, I mean, it's not 
Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. But as far as, like, coming up with a plan and trying to transition from a Hall of Fame quarterback to another one and keep winning, like, Jameis and Taysom is not a bad plan. Like, it might not work, but as far as, like, having a plan to transition to another quarterback when you don't have a high pick, I don't know that the Saints could do it any better than they've done it. It's a it's a drop off, but it's not going. It's not saying uh, I'm going to cut Jim Effort and and trade for Heath Schuler. You know, like it's <laughs> it's not it's not Mike Ditka. It's not the best. Like I think I think if you had Sean Payton behind closed doors and 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 you gave him truth serum and said, okay, you've got as much cap space as you need, I think he would he would not say, oh yeah, I I think our guys in the building. He would say, look, I'm going to trade for Wilson I'll do him that's what I'm gonna do you know what I mean yeah but but at the same time I don't think it is uh, there there have been other I may not be as high on it as you but I also know that there's been a far worse transitions from Hall of Fame quarterbacks at, at, at you know with other franchises and you know if it is Jameis that, that Jameis is the is is the other thing I wanted to ask you about before I let you run and I appreciate you taking the time Ralph Malbro of the Saints Happy Hour podcast, joining us on his birthday. Happy 45th, Ralph, at Saints Forecast on Twitter. And, of course, if you're not listening to the Saints Happy Hour podcast, uh, what are you waiting for? Do yourself a favor. Go download, enjoy it, smile, have fun, and, uh, and you'll be happier as a result. When the Russell Wilson thing started, as far as his PR campaign to slowly work his way out of Seattle, if he could, and then the Saints' name was on the list, and then a new article came out, and it was on the list again. Saints fans had kind of talked themselves into, okay, all right, Jameis. And then Wilson comes along, and it's all just rumor, and we've pointed out all the ways it's likely not to happen. Um, I, I gave it a 10% odd. It sounds like you gave it even less. But whenever you have Michael Thomas putting pictures up of Russell Wilson and and every you know, just the 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 notion of boy behind door door B is this. Even though you're probably not gonna be able to open door B, you're probably not gonna get that key. Suddenly, there's this big excitement, and I'm like, I wonder how Jameis feels because Sean says all of this stuff. He's made it a point, and yet when Drew got hurt last year, he didn't start Jameis. Now the offseason gets here. Jameis is a free agent, not Taysom. And Sean's saying all this stuff, and he hasn't said anything publicly, and the Saints haven't said a single thing publicly about Russell Wilson. But you still have Michael Thomas. You still have a fan base. You still have a lot of noise about, oh, man, wouldn't this be great? You think there's a small part of Jameis that's like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't believe you, Coach. I mean, I want to believe you, but I just I don't believe you. I mean, possibly. The thing with Jameis is, and I may be in the minor, and I may be in the minority of this, and I'll explain my Jameis love and why I, I I'm for him in a second. But the thing is with Jameis is, if he wasn't on the Saints for this year, Scott, and he hadn't done the trick play against Tampa in the playoffs, and he hadn't looked okay against San Francisco that half he played, if we didn't have that experience, if you brought Jameis Winston up to Saints fans, we'd be like. Get the bleep out of here with the Jameis Winston nonsense. Tampa just got rid of him and won a Super Bowl. That dude is kind of icky off the field. We want nothing to do with him. But because he's been around for a year and because Sean Payton, same sense we trust Sean Payton, which we should, because he has been spoken glowing over, we say, hey, Jameis, it might work out, and we like it. 
I think his market with other teams is going to be nil. Like, and maybe I'll be wrong on that too, but I just look at other teams are going to look at him and be like, I don't want him, man. Tampa got rid of him and won the Super Bowl. We do not want that guy. And I think his market is going to be, it's going to be way more depressed than Saints Twitter imagines it because we sort of have this mini crush on Jameis because we've been around him for a year. But I think other teams and other teams' fan bases look at Jameis and is like, no. No, thank you, next. So we'll, we'll see about that. And the, the thing with Jameis for me, Scott, is I just look at him. He's the best option that's realistic out there. Yes, if you give me Russell Wilson, yeah, I'll take it. It'll be amazing. Can you imagine the read option with him and Kamara? Oh, my, oh my God. It would be like the greatest thing we've ever seen maybe in the Saints. And, and, by the way, if the Saints do get Russell Wilson, Scott, me and you will have to do a podcast, Saints Drunk History, the best, most exciting things the Saints have ever done in the offseason. I think Russell Wilson would top them all. I don't know how the end result would be, but in the moment, it would oh, be it, the it, most exciting thing in the history of the Saints as far as an offseason move. But I just think Jameis is, is more realistic to, to be that guy. Um, and I do. I think, I think Sean Payton looks at Jameis and is like, I can fix that dude. I can turn down his turnovers. And we can get back to the 2011, 12, 13, 14 offense with Drew, where we were taking shots downfield, and I'll, I'll fix his turnovers, and we'll still be good. I think Sean Payton thinks that. Is he right? I don't know, but that's what the Saints in that building, like, that's what they think. Ralph Malbrough has been our guest, guys. Go check him out on Twitter, at Saints Forecast, at Saints Happy Hour Podcast on Twitter as well. Follow it, guys. Follow them. Download the pod. Listen to it if you're not already doing it. Now, I know you guys have a lot of listeners in Lafayette, so most folks listening have probably already heard it. But uh, buckle up, man, because the NFL offseason is becoming more like the NBA offseason. It's, it's, still, it's still pretty far back in that race, right? But it's at least like on the track. It used to be kind of, you wait till free agency starts. You know, there's a couple of headlines on the first day, and then that's it. Now you've got trade rumors galore and quarterbacks forcing their way or trying to force their way out of town. You've got, you know, trades going down, but just an agreement. Like Golf and Stafford, that's still not official, yet that happened like early on. Like you've got yeah. I, I, I think the I think what we've had so far is just a taste of what's to come because let me tell you something. Next week, man, there is going to be a ton of players cut. There's going to be a lot of veterans signing one-year deals for not a lot of money, banking on, hey, if I can have a really good season here, that cap's going to go up big time in 2022, and then I can get another, you know, that one more payday. I think it's, it's it, for, for, from a whole just league-wide standpoint, I think it's going to be the most fascinating offseason we've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Oh, completely. And I'll say this as a reminder, and I will, get, I will give a, a full hat to Cat Terrell, uh, from the athletic, she's a great Saints writer. She recapped the Saints free agency and there's quote unquote cap hell. And she recapped like the last eight or nine off season. And it reminded me the Saints, they pulled out of their hat more often than not. And I'm not just talking about getting under the cap and doing some like they saw like remember the year they did Kobe Fleener. We were like, they did what? And then last year, Malcolm Jenkins got cut. They're about to re-sign Vaughn Bell, and they're like, nah, we're bringing in Malcolm Jenkins. So, like, the Saints do a ton of stuff historically. They, they always do something to surprise us. And 
I don't think it'll be Russell Wilson just dropping out of the sky like the Jimmy Graham trade, but I I guarantee you, Scott, there'll be something come along in free agency where I think there's just going to be a there's just going to be a player or something that's going to get cut, and Sean Payton's going to call up Mickey Loomis and be like, "Get me that guy, make make that happen," you know, and um. And I think I think you're right. I think it's going. I think it's going to be wild, big wide. But I'm going to tell you, I think it's going to be pretty bonkers for the Saints, which is fantastic for our podcast because we do breaking news Saints podcast. That's our that's our that's sort of like our thing where we just the Saints do a move, we post a podcast like 30 minutes later. So it's great fun for our show. Um, so I am I am just incredibly excited for next Tuesday. Uh, I think it's going to be more wild than Saints fans think. I know people think, oh, they're just going to get under the cap and maybe they'll do this or that and shine dim. So I think they're going to do a, they're going to do a couple things and we're going to be like, I can't believe they're doing this again with eight dollars of cap space. Ralph Malbro, the Saints Happy Hour podcast has been our guest. Can't wait, man. Appreciate you taking the time, and I'll talk to you again soon. Anytime, Scott. All right, up next, Jay Walker joins me in the studio. We'll talk about. The uh, latest in Raging Cajun sports on the hardwood and the diamond. Men's basketball, women's hoops, their season. Uh, well, their season didn't end. They'll go to the WNIT. But lost in the championship game yesterday. We covered that earlier this hour. More on that. Baseball and softball. Terrible tune Tuesday as well. A lot to dig into. You don't go anywhere. That comes your way next right here on The Great Scott Show. Sponsored by Suit Up on ES. Guys, it's a fact of life. Everyone needs insurance. And when it comes to looking for an insurance agent, there's none better than Acadia and his own Scott Viator. Viator can serve you with home, auto, and life insurance. I can personally say that I sleep better at night knowing he's got me and my family taken care of. Being prepared for the unexpected isn't hard when you've got reliable insurance from a caring agent. Call Viator at Lafayette Paris Farm Bureau today for a free quote at 337-234-9994. SPN 1420 and .com.